We are so excited to have our next guest because he just got out of the car, just got out of the Ford GT out of Daytona. Joey Hand, welcome to Speed City. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good to be here. Uh, We're doing great. That has got to be incredible. You know, I don't know if you heard the history. We just gave a history of the car, and now here you are in the 50-year version of it. What do you think of that as an American? Well, I mean, first of all, I'm just, I'm proud to be part of this program, you know. I mean, Ford with Chip Ganassi Racing, I mean, uh, I'm a kid that's um, all-American guy that's got American flags all over my helmet since I was young, and, you know, to be involved with the iconic American manufacturer is pretty cool, so... On top of that, to be able to drive this new Ford GT, you know, it's um, it's a throwback um, with the new modern look, basically, you know. So if you look at the cars, they still still look the same from the front. If you put them side by side, they would they would look pretty similar, which is kind of cool how the how the designers did it. Um, but they just got the the new technology with them, so it's a it's a pretty trick car. I think you know most of the people I've seen, actually every person I've ever seen, talked to about it has said oh that's an awesome car it's a i mean people have used words cool awesome sexy you know it's just every every word in the book but the one word i haven't heard is or the statement i haven't heard is i don't get it or <laughs> yeah <anything> like that <laughs> and people everybody seems to get this car so we don't waste our time with those people Joe, Joey, in terms of what you just described and being an American, um, I, I can so see. I just, I just got to find out. Going out of the pits here at the Raw for the Twenty Four, it's not even the race; it's just the test. Um, but there's yeah. so much anticipation about this car. We all know where it's headed. Uh, we all know what that it's going to be racing in America, and of course, um, you know, on the world stage at Le Mans. When you first went out and went out of turn one, went through the infield, and then opened it up on that banking, did you say to yourself? Oh, okay. This this is okay. Well, or well, just tell me what went through your head when you opened her up for the first time. Well, first of all, I mean, I, I got to tell you guys, we had the biggest roar uh, attendance I've ever seen, and in the I guess twelve years I've been going to this test, um, as far as fans go, there was more people than I've ever seen. It looked like Thursday of the race. Wow, it was a ton of people, and I, I really do think that a lot of people were there to see this car. You'd be really surprised to see how many people are standing around our garages. I can believe it. Wanted yeah. to get a picture. I mean, so many cell phones out taking videos and pictures of this thing. It was unbelievable. And, you know, I mean, this, this the series is, is, I think, set up to have one of the greatest years ever in GT racing um, with Ford and Chevy and BMW and Porsche and Ferrari. I mean, this is going to be uh, probably, you know, the season of seasons, especially in the modern era. Um, so... I mean, that's, that's the first thing is you recognize all the people that are there to see it. Um, but to be able to drive this car, I mean, you you think about it. I mean, it doesn't really sit in to, like you say, to you out driving the car, and then you, you roll through, you see all the people, and you're like, man, this is, uh, you know, I'm one of a, a handful of guys mm-hmm. who have a, have a part in potentially um, upping the history that's already been done with this car. You know what I mean? We have a chance to not redo history, but but really have uh, an, an even cooler part of history, you know, when it, the chance of winning in 50 years with this car, even if it's, you know, just a race, if we could win a race with this car this year, it'd be awesome because, um, you know, it just has so much history, but, uh, it's, it's a, it's a really cool car. It's, it's, it's really impressive to see the backing from Ford. You know, I did the, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I did the, the national anthem at the last, uh, NASCAR race at Homestead um, we drove this car underneath the American flag under some F 
F-150s and F-250s towing the American flag. I was under the, under the flag, in the car, going around the Oval. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it was so cool to be there. But Etzel Ford and Henry Ford III were there. And wow. Etzel was so, just so into the project. He, he, you know, he wanted to see the cars kind of, not his first time, but he, he really could get up close with it and had me there to, to explain it to him. So I had him in the cockpit. I was, I was firing the, I had the ignition on in the press conference <laughs> indoors. People were like, what's all that noise? Pumps are running, lights are flashing. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, what are you doing, man? I said, oh, well, hey, Etzel Ford wants to see what's going on. Yeah, he, I, he I gets that privilege. Down, right? Well, Joey, I, I, think you, I think you're underestimating. You may just be modest, but you're talking about the crowd and the people there, the biggest crowd. In my opinion, this is one of the biggest stories of 2016. And yeah. if it, from an American perspective, you know, we focus, we're Americans, but we talk mostly about international motorsports and, and this type of GT racing. And, and the big stories are Haas coming into F1, and this has got to be way up there. And so I, I think you're underestimating why a lot of those people were there today. Well, yeah, I mean, it's possible. You just, ne- you just never know. But I, I do think, so. I mean, from Ford's standpoint, you know, when you look at it and you talk to the guys at Ford, and this is a big deal. This is really big. I mean, this is up there. You know, they have their NASCAR programs. They have all their programs. But this, is, this has a lot, of, a lot of heart into it, this, pro- this program, this project. Um, it's got a lot of history. When I, when, I sit, when I sat and talked with Edsel, who I just met there at Homestead for the first time, and he told me how when he was 18 years old, is when he was at Lamar with his dad and saw that race. And, you know, that's what, you know, all those great memories for him is what made this uh, a no-brainer on the 50th anniversary of that win uh, to come back and to build this, this new awesome car. Um, it was pretty, I don't know, it was, it was cool to get the firsthand history. I mean, you can read it in the book <laughs> all you want, mm-hmm. but to stand there and talk to Edsel himself, who was there, who saw the race, uh, and who's the guy that basically signs off on this project? It was, I was like, man, this is a, uh, you know, I've been lo- involved in a lot of racing, all right, in my 25 years. And th- that kind of made it really big to me when he was telling me about that. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm proud to be part of it. Uh, I'd love, you know, I was talking to a lot of people this weekend. I said, you know, I, I will definitely put a huge amount of effort. I mean, I, I, I go out to win every race, but, uh, I would love to be the first guy to win with this car. I mean, it doesn't have to be, I'll take anyone with this car. It could be Daytona, Sebring, whatever. Yeah. Well, I got to uh, ask uh, a friend of the show, Brian Redmond, did he come up this weekend? He's over in the Florida area. Uh, I didn't see him myself. He could have been there. I mean, I know him. I mean, I know him in the past, but I didn't see him this weekend. Yeah, I got an interview I'm going to put out actually, uh, about him driving right that car back in the back in the sixties, and I'm going to be. Uh, you'll be interested to know I'm headed to New Zealand tomorrow, and I will be hanging out with a certain Chris Amon, who was the man who won, of course, at Le Mans in 1966. Yeah. So really looking yeah. forward to that. But yeah, that's the again the beauty of this when you talk about names like Redmond and Amon and Gurney and guys that have driven this that that car. It really does make you feel. I'm sure, Joey, uh, you know, so special to be part, like you say, of that handful of men. That will get to drive this car. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you look at this car, I mean, I, I show pictures to my friends and family at home. And, you know, when we've been testing this car in the past month, we we had the only car in the world. <laughs> the only <laughs> yeah. Ford GT race car in the world was in my hands a lot of the time. And uh, huh. 
when you when I when I'm driving the car, you don't really think about it. You think, oh, we're we're testing race cars. We're we're doing our job. We're uh, you know we're trying to do as good as good as possible to paint a picture for the engineers to make the car better. When you show the picture to your friends and you say, this is, they're like, well, I've never, is that the only car? I'm like, yeah, actually, that's the only car in the world like that. And they're like, <laughs> well, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. You, you go, and then you, it makes you think like, wow, this is a, this is even cooler than I give it credit for. So, I mean, it's, um, it's been a fun, fun deal for me. I mean, I, I always say I, I love racing. Like that's my number one thing. I love to race. I love the battle, the war. Um, that's what I've always loved since I was a kid racing go-karts. Second to that, I love development. And, um, you know, it's cool to get a brand new car, the clean slate. Multimatic and Ford really turned over a great car to, to this Chip Ganassi racing team. And um, now that they have their hands on it, you know, our job as drivers is to paint that picture of the engineers, tell them what we need. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a throttle pedal face needs to be different or slightly to the right or slightly to the left or whatever, whatever. You know, we have the resources to to make those changes and make the car better and do whatever we need to do. So uh, that's the that's a fun part of being a racing driver. Well, we're talking to Joey Hand. And, Joey, just to talk about what you just said is that, you know, you didn't – this is no accident that you're helping these guys do this because somebody with your, with your experience and with your talent – that's got to be a big part of why they want you so they can get this car set up right and all the feedback that you can give them. I'm certain, isn't that a big part of what you're doing right now is providing them with a lot of feedback and, and helping get that car developed? Absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, like I said, when I was a kid racing go-karts, I, 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 as I got older, I, I learned that, you know, one thing is to be a, a good racer and to, you know, to be just a, a good person and, and know what you're doing in racing. But you know, there's also there's a niche there in 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 knowing how to make a car faster, um, and not just only on the race weekend. You know, I mean, you, there's something to be said to it to a race car driver that can that can direct or you know at least not only just paint that picture of the engineer, but also give him some direction. You know, it's one thing to say, well, the car's loose, getting in the corner, and it's or it's pushing across the middle or something like that. Um, but if you can help that, if you can help your guys say, okay, well, it's loose in, but it feels because it's the front is pitching too much and the rear is heaving and rolling over on the front, something like that, that gives them that direction that says, oh, maybe that's a roll bar change uh, instead of a damper change, you know? So I learned a long time ago that that's an important part of, of our, of my job. And I spent a lot of time and I look, I actually was, had some great engineers that also taught me, um, you know, how to give better feedback. And so, yeah, I mean that's that's a big part of it, and it's like I said, it's a part I enjoy. I like being able to do that, and uh, you know, there's no better feeling than when you spend this time in these early days of development, which I have done with a lot of other cars. You spend those early days of development, and that turns into wins and championships down the road. That uh, it makes you feel good, you know. Yeah, there's no question. And I think the other thing is, you just mentioned it, uh, you know, look at the team that you guys have got together just for the for this first race. Um, the drivers so impressive coming from different walks of life, different kind of cars, different manufacturers. You're all going to put your, your time and energy into it. Chip Ganassi does never show up to anything unless he's very, very serious. So I guess get, let's get to the serious side of it. How competitive have you been against the other cars out there in your class? And, and how long do you think it'll be uh, before you can actually, you know, start turning some proper laps uh, come come next uh, two weeks time when you're in a competitive situation well you know i think the first thing is so far we've been 
in, in the testing, I mean, we just so everybody knows, we got the car, we as a team got the car. So the first time, drove the car the first time, uh, two days after the uh, finish of the Petit Le Mans. So about mid-October, we went to Daytona for the first time as a team. And since then, we've done um, as much testing as we could. But, you know, there's people are like, why didn't you just test every day? Well, if we, we, we need to test as much as possible. That's true. But we also need time to have the guys at the shop, the mechanics and everybody that's going to that's going to work on this car, they need to have their hands on the car also and, and looking at it, having it apart, back together, apart, back together. One thing that Chip Gassy Racing is really good at in, in, in its, its history is that um, they, they know how to make cars go the distance. You know, they take a car that may not be able to go the distance and they find everything out about it and they make it go the distance. And um, so, I mean, that's, that's what we've been focused on mainly is, is yeah, running – Running the car around, but pace isn't really as important to us right now as it is making the car go 24 hours, especially because the first race is 24 hours of Daytona. So um, in this test, just at the roar, uh, you know, when you look at the pace, you know, the cars were very close. I mean, you guys, <laughs> people can look online at how close it was, but holy cow. I mean, we were we were at one time we were first place, uh, first on the charts, and one time we were sixth on the charts between our two cars. Um and everything in between, actually. So, uh, again, from our standpoint, you know, we're, we're racing against manufacturers that have a lot of time in the class. Um, we have a lot of drivers that have time on the class, but we as a team don't. So we have a pretty accelerated learning curve we need to be on, and um, because of that, we've, we're putting our focus on turning the laps and making sure the car will go the distance first. Because if we don't finish a 24-hour race, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, yeah. to get on the finish to win. win the race, we got to finish it. So <laughs> um, that's been really our focus. But you know, it, it, to to be straight with you, I think the car feels good. It, I mean, it drives well, and you know, one of the things I always use, which people find funny, is it doesn't do anything weird. And as a racing driver, <laughs> that's it's surprising how uh, how good of a comment that can be. It doesn't do anything weird. Is, yeah. a, is a great comment. It sounds like, you know, just that statement alone, it sounds like you're pretty far along. I mean, because, look, let's face it, it's the first time out. I know you got your the Rolex 24 at Daytona in, what, three weeks. So you, you, you're happy that that's the case. But, well, Joey, we fantastic to have you on Speed City. We appreciate you coming on. We wish you the best of luck because we are. We, we've been talking about, you can go back to a few shows, we've been talking about the 4GT coming into the, coming into the race and, and hitting the streets, too. We're so excited about it. So we're going to be following you every step of the way, and we really appreciate you coming on Speed City. Hey guys, no problem. I gotta say, I, I do a lot of interviews on radio and TV and stuff, and I really appreciate you guys how much you guys know about the sport and about, especially about what we do. So, anytime you let me know, you wow, got that's it. That's great. Thank you, Joey. Appreciate that. We'll see you here at Coda. Right. Yeah, yeah come, come down, right, Coda. We'll I'll take you out. You <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Joey. Thanks. Right, bye. Joey Hand, that was awesome. And I tell you, you know, I'm like I, I knew he would be tickled pink, as we say in England, about having that drive and being an American in this project. Um, they've got some amazing drivers. Andy Prio's involved, Olivier Pla. Um, in fact, uh, Dario uh, Franchitti's brother, Marino, is involved in the project too. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, great drivers who've got a lot of experience, but Joey's the, the American that stands out. We all thought it was going to be Scott Pruitt, but, um, uh, but Joey's got this unbelievable opportunity now and as you can hear um he is so passionate about it and i you know like he says it sounds like they're they're already turning some good laps